there must be a place in heaven a storage place lord you've set aside it's a place that's filled with revelation revelation of your love Go, Lord, go to that storage place. Isn't it time? Isn't it time? Oh, you've been saving up some revelation. You've been storing it for such a time as this. For now, we're so in need of revelation.
What's it to ya? He's coming through ya. Yabba dabba do ya. Glory. Yabba dabba do ya. What's it to ya? He's coming through ya. It's a new day of greater glory. And all God's people are excited. Because Jesus will be fully manifest from within us long before he returns to us. How many of y'all know that's the truth? You're not getting off the hook that easily. <laughs> Guess you're going to have to do your homework. <laughs> oh. oh no. I was hoping maybe he'd come back before I had to go up all these sapphire stones. Can't we just call it Do a day, Jesus? Do your homework to return home. <laughs> Otherwise, it'll be Babylon and a cruel and miserable death for you all. Hallelujah. Cruel and miserable death for you all ministries. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> That's not what I need Hallelujah, glory. I came here for encouragement. Glory, hallelujah, glory. <laughs> hallelujah, glory. Glory. Okay. Glory. Hallelujah, glory. Hallelujah, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh. It's funny to crack some jokes sometimes in the glory. Yeah. Do your angels ever tell you jokes? You guys can leave in the comments. If you got a good joke, go ahead and leave it in the comment section. If your angel tells you good jokes, also please leave that in the comments. <laughs> I like to hear the jokes your angels have. I like to release joy through memes. <laughs> mm -hmm. What, mm. Lord, give us our daily meme. Amen. And lead us not into sour personalities. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Angels of personality. Now, if you want to have a bonus question or extra credit for our overachiever students, name for us or find for us which sapphire stone is the location of, out of the nine angelic spheres, the dwelling or the abode or the position and rank represented in that sapphire stone of the Angels of Personality. That'd be a good one. Extra credit for you if you can find that one. Okay. Mm. That's a good one. And when you know where it is, when you get there, you can make it a point to stop and do a little sightseeing. Right? Do a little sapphire stone tourism. Take some selfies. <laughs> Check out the Angels of Personality while you're there. Get an Enjoy injection of heavenly Botox, Botox Hallelujah. right into your face. <laughs> Amen. Get an eyeball replacement <laughs> in the body parts warehouse of heaven. <laughs> so we're so, about to have open brains. I was going to say brain. I just heard someone thinking brains. Y'all been I praying for brain. brain transplants. Amen. He's got brains. He's got brains in high places. <laughs> He's got heavenly brains. There's a new brain with your name on it. Amen. Amen. It's true. The flesh brain of Jesus Christ who exists currently in the flesh. He showed me his brain one time. 
You know what it was? A big diamond. God's brain in the flesh, in the physical, the celestial body, is gemstone perfectly. Original design had gemstone, silver, and gold flesh. Because it's a perfect conduit of God's electricity, energy, and light. Think about silver and gold. You know, in high-end applications, silver and gold are the most premium conductors of electricity. And copper. But copper had worth too. But what's the conduction of gemstone? So the silver and the gold conduct electricity, energy, might, but the gemstone conducts light. The purpose and the function of gemstone bring forth God's light. So you have all these conductors. Silver, gold, and gemstone believers' rewards is measurements of conducting God's energies. <laughs> measurements of conducting God's colors. You know what your rewards are? How much of God's energies and colors of who He is as a light being you've brought through your spirit, soul, and flesh. That'll be the exact measurement of your eternal rewards. Eternal rewards. You know what's interesting about the substance carrying both energy in the form of electricity and light is the lightnings of God. Those impulses of the Holy Spirit coming down from the crown. It's said from those higher levels, the only beings, even out of invisible classes of beings, that are capable of carrying such a word of power, of both the electricity and the light of it uh, through those dimensions, are lightning seraphim. And it is written about those who rise as stars. But there, there's a verse in Enoch, I believe it's Enoch 44, and there's a couple of different translations, but in one translation it talks about the stars parting from their prior form and becoming lightnings. And if you look at the different translations, it has a few meanings. One of the meanings is they can no longer dwell with the other stars. And they can also no longer part with their new form. It's a permanent change. Those are for those who would partake of the, the realms of the lightning seraphim, which means you have the ability to carry the lightning from its source wow. through dimensions. Those are also the only ones that can cro cross the great chasm the great chasm. Only lightning can cross. It has to be a lightning being. It's a lightning rod, but it's a serpent and, lightning rod of bronze lifted up. And I know we've taught on that and posted on Facebook for, you know, a couple of years now, but it's really, I feel like a fresh word today, and I feel fire as we're talking about it. And as Brandon's talking about uh, Hesed and Gevra, gold, or silver and gold, that conduit being formed within you of those precious metals, conducting the energy, the power, the lightning, the electricity, but we're also getting the purity and the clarity, right, of those gemstones, one of which is the Shekinah, right, Shekinah of Malkut, the kingdom of heaven within you. So, you know, there, have you ever wondered why there's four different realms mentioned in scripture of power, dominion, might, and authority, and they're separated many times in the Bible? It's different energies and colors and lights. So it is power, dominion, authority, and might. 
are different manifestations of colors, lights, and energies. Oh, I was wondering where she went. I was looking for her over here. She went out. Found a new way up. Looking for silver, gold, and gemstones. Oh. Silver, gold, and gemstone cat toys. Oh, yeah, we got her the ducky today. Oh, the ducky. They went... The cat went so wild on her new cat toy, she was drooling all over the couch. That was the most drool I've ever seen from a cat. Drool everywhere. Just, it went over really well. It's just, it's been a long, you know, she's been through so much here. The cat drama and being around different, you know, all kinds of people who are going through, like, the front lines of war and all their deliverance and things like that, too. So, she's been a trooper. She's been a real trooper. I, the Lord spoke to me in the last year in dreams and visions about... You know, letting me know she'd be okay, and you know her little kitty heart. You know, she has. She's a real. She's, she comes she's around and lightens things up. Yeah, and uh, it's. I realized. I, I remembered the other day that, you know, it's been a long time since she's had any toys around, and this is the least amount of toys and playing that she's had since she's been with me. And I'm like, man, you've been through all this drama, and all this, you know little cat hardship and her cat it's, it's a big deal for a cat you know and they have these things going on in their lives it's a lot of life change you know so I went online to order her a new toy I was like you know that'll be fun we'll get her a toy that'll lighten up her you know her heart it'll bless her she loves being in the glory she, she doesn't have any problem right now but you know God likes to give us the good things right to his children and so you know we like to give the nice things to our fur babies and uh, which, please, you know, if you have adorable fur babies that you love, uh, feel free to post pictures of them, please, in the RLM Facebook group. I would love that. Post, a, uh, do they love the glory? Do they like watching Joel's bar? You know, what do they like? I saw someone's cat was on their Bible. I think they tend to stand on the word like that. One of the crazier things in the Bible is in Genesis, God created domesticated animals. Hmm. Man didn't domesticate him. The Bible says in Genesis, God created domesticated animals. That's a nice gift. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that nice? He got it, you know. <laughs> he's like, you're gonna need, so you're gonna need a. You're gonna need a nice. Cat you're gonna sometimes. need. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. <laughs> you might need a nice dog. Yeah. Or a couple of them. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're nice. <laughs> but the ducky was so nice today. I, it was a, the best response I could hope for. But now the other cat, Spider, he saw it and he was long. This is the loudest meow, following me around, crying over this ducky, eyeballing the ducky, trying to see. So now we have to get another ducky. So if you'd like to donate to get the next duck, to get another ducky for the house. <laughs> the other cat came <laughs> over and barked at her and said, "Where's my? Where's my ducky? I've never heard a meow like that in my <laughs> the entire time I've known him." You but know, this the, duck. The animals get jealous, but they, not humans. Good thing everyone is. We're already perfect. Of, of, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any of those animal problems. We're just right. Perfect, perfectly right. loving all the time, like God, gracious and merciful and wise. And I started to think, like, why is the ducky like the ultimate? Why are they freaking out about this duck? It it's kind of more of a realistic looking one. It's supposed to be electronic to flap around and kind of make sounds, but. It didn't come with the adapter right away, so it's not even fully functional, and it's already just like... It didn't have its lights. And and Brandon had a great revelation. <laughs> had a great revelation about the father's house. You want to share that? The ducks. The duckies. 
Do you father's remember? house? You're talking about the, the yeah. rap? No, in the father's house. Uh, this must have been right out of your spirit. Right after that, he saw the cats fighting, or not fighting over, but the other cat pining over the, the ducky. He said, in my father's house are many duckies. Oh. And that just, that hit home. That's what you're talking about. That hit home. <laughs> Think about it. What's the stuff that you wish that you had? Maybe you saw oh, somebody else had it. my famous catchphrase, in my father's house <laughs> are many, many fuzzy duckies. Fuzzy duckies. Okay, I remember now. <laughs> it's basically tor cat turah yeah. at this point. Yeah, how could I forget that one? Oh, fuzzy ducky revolution. That's basically what we're known for. <laughs> I was like, are we talking about fuzzy the signs and wonders? <laughs> we're walking around. And was it a dream or vision you had about the attic or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a special place in the father's house. We walked and, around uh, the lakes today. It's such a beautiful day out and just revelated yeah, the whole time. And it was nice. Engaging. It's one of the best conversations I think we ever had. It was really fun. I like it. Thank you. But in the middle of the conversation, she starts asking me questions out of experiences with God and it just brought the wisdom I had out. And you want to share that, and I'll share the, the sign and wonder afterwards. Right. So I wanted to pick his uh, spirit mind on some of these visions of uh, the attic of God's house. How is it different? You know, God doesn't have junk in his attic. What kind of things would you expect? So I asked him, what kind of things would you expect to see in God's attic? You know, what would what kind of things would be in there? Why would he have things in the attic? And uh, we're and we're talking about grace, right? Like, what kind of great grace? Uh, to receive those things and so then as we're completing this conversation and he's sharing his wisdom and experience and I'm sharing my insights and we're just having this discourse about you know great grace the attic of God and just the mysteries and, and the signs and the wonders and things like that and so and Brandon's wearing black as we're walking around and we come up to this house right and it's interesting too because she asked about the attic and I just finished watching a Netflix show called Sweet Tooth about like little hybrid animal kids <clears throat> and the, the kid <laughs> finds all of his mom's belongings in the attic and I just watched that so I immediately go into the show into the vision what are you gonna store in the attic and it's like well I just saw a, a show about that like yesterday <laughs> And it was all the b precious belongings, and there was a cassette tape for the sun, and all this wonderful stuff, and a phone to get Did in touch. Did you say touch. there was a cassette tape? There was a cassette tape, yeah. What was on the cassette tape, did it say? A, a message from the mother to the son. And you know what was in the attic in the vision? Oh, cassette. cassette. Yep, wow, just like the show. And there was two cell phones. One was in the attic, and the other one was connected to the mom who was hiding out, like, you know, in Antarctica or something. So it was like this crazy thing about the attic. So we were just talking about all this stuff and the precious things that God stores in his heavenly attic. And so that's where we're at. We're walking around the block about to come back home. And they're remodeling this house. And just the top of the house around the attic had black um, uh, roofing tape on it that says special grace like hundreds of times with no other lettering on it just special grace around the whole attic wrapped in black so i believe god's releasing a special grace for the things he stored in the higher place <laughs> and and 
when she started to tell me this, I saw the phone, I saw the cassette tape, and I saw the greater communication with God. And it's interesting because in the show, the child is down like, you know, in Utah, or no, in Colorado, and the parent is up, you know, by the North Pole or Alaska or Antarctica or something, way up north, way far away in some kind of cold region. But it was such a disconnect, but the phone connected them together that was found in the attic. And the phone represents a greater communication, a greater ability to talk in the spirit, and especially what we need it for, talking with God, which is something called prayer. So I believe God, in that special grace, a special grace for communication. Look what Cassette is touching right now, too. And the, the cassette phone. is touching the phone right now. Yeah. For a so greater communication. And the Holy the Spirit will often just come right through the animals. Just like He comes through our animal flesh, mm-hmm. He comes through all kinds of flesh all the time. The more we bring heaven to earth, the more the Holy Spirit will flow like a river through all flesh. Oh yeah, we saw uh, the glorification of the animals a little bit. We were on safari around the lakes. <laughs> Looking at ducks, looking at geese. And, and they were uh, all bathing in the water. Yeah, and none of the geese were hissing, which that was really nice for me to see. I remember being a kid and seeing all the geese just hissing and being nasty. And I didn't really like geese because of that. But uh, these ones, they were so nice. They were kind to us when we walked by. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Is that your spot? Praise God. But yeah, the the, the geese today, hi, they looked like they were just frolicking in the water, bathing their feathers, just having the best they, day they of their like lives. They look like birds in a bird feeder. I've yeah. been looking at these Canadian geese around these lakes for decades. I've never seen them act like that. It looked like they were rejoicing in the waters. They're just flapping water all over the place, washing their wings and stuff, and playing in the water. Oh, yeah, it was just beautiful. <laughs> I'd never seen it before. And I noticed a transformation on the animal life here in the Twin Cities as we've been going from glory to glory through gory to gory, as you know. Yeah. The front lines of the newspapers here the last 15 years, it's been totally wild with the rioting and all the crazy stuff of uh, social justice issues. But it's the burning off of stuff inside the human spirit sovereignly as God's glory mm-hmm. increases in this place and I've watched the animals change they used to hiss all the time when mm-hmm. I was a kid my parents would walk me around these lakes mm-hmm. where I live right now and they would hiss all the time you'd hear geese hissing every day I haven't heard a goose hiss for five years so it's like pacifying and glorifying even the animal life. You understand, yeah. there's hundreds of Canadian geese around these lakes. Mm-hmm. They're all just whacked out on the glory. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the cat over here. Yeah. <laughs> she found her fuzzy ducky. <laughs> and in our father's house is a fuzzy ducky for you. Maybe it's a Lamborghini. Maybe it's a mansion. Maybe it's just having peace. But there's something special for you. And as we rise into these higher realms, there's more that he wants to release to you, but those things can't be released to you until you go up. 
It's not that he wants to withhold from you or doesn't want you to have certain things. It's just that he's asking you to rise up. Now, what is idolatry? Anything that's that horizontal, sideways, chasing after signs, chasing after gemstones, chasing after cars and mansions and destinies and jobs and girls and boys and money and gold and glory and Shekinah, and, and Shekinah is the main one. Chasing after Shekinah laterally. Gold, glory, and guys and girls. Yep. Those are the three G's of idolatry that mainly destroy people after they come into the Shekinah of Jesus Christ. They still get eaten up by demons. So you really need the full armor of God more than ever. The higher you go up on the mountain, the greater the devils you deal with that are trying to destroy you. Yeah. It's intense, man, but if you really love him, it'll be fun. Because he'll increase, and the things that lose to demons decrease and fall off of you like sin and dust, and you just have God's divine nature working in you that the enemy can't do anything against. The thing is, the enemy can do a lot against the human being. He can do nothing against Jesus Christ in you. Jesus Christ alone has completely defeated all of Satan and his angels, leading them on public display of victory, according to scripture, through Calvary. So the more Jesus you have in you, the more defeated the enemy you have through you and around you, and the easier and the funner life gets. More funner, more gooder, and more better. <laughs> and by the way, we are still on our 30-day Choking the Ghost Challenge. <laughs> Just want to check in with you guys. How's it been going for you? Has it changed your life? Did you forget already? Has it made no difference? <sighs> Scale of, you know, zero to ten. It's 15 years of Token the Ghost. I'm on the 15 year Token Challenge. <laughs> 15 year Token the Ghost Challenge. I tell challenge. you, through the first 10 years, <laughs> it was pretty much blinded by the light. <laughs> I barely opened my eyes for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> a very low tolerance to Jehovah It's nice. The glory still on these higher Sephirot Sapphire stones <laughs> will come at times and just knock me out and whack me so hard I can barely open my eyes or even see. But I noticed the first ten years of token the ghost and drinking the glory and taking shots of Godka and just <clears throat> getting totally set free and glorified on the drunken glory. It was transfiguring my inner man to have a conduction for light. There's a sanctification mm. before there's a glorification, the Bible says. The glory comes after the sanctifying. So when you're all whited out and you can barely see and your brain's turning white and you're just whacked in the glory, it's because there's very little conduction for the river of glory to flow through you. Once you're conducive... Now you can operate and walk in the glory. That's a higher maturity to walk in the glory and fly in the glory than to be whacked out on the glory. Mm -hmm. I was whacked out in the glory for a decade. Then I began to really walk in the glory. And I believe this last fall, I began to fly in the glory when I came into the sun. And I'm telling you, the only thing that can prepare you is your humility. Because it is different the higher you rise. More humility, every level of ascension is required. Otherwise, you'll think you know something from your lower experiences that'll become stubbornness.
to having higher experiences. So you have to have a humble, childlike attitude every step of the way. Otherwise, you get prideful in your experiences, and your own experiences with God will prevent you from having higher ones. Right. That's such good wisdom. That's really good wisdom. Hope you guys are listening. Maybe some of you are taking notes. That's what I've gone through. Yeah. That's really good. You know, learn... Part of the reason we share what we share on here, uh, sharing wisdom, is because we want you to learn from our mistakes. We want you to learn from the different things that we've gone through. Maybe we, we learn the hard way, right? Or we realize something by what we go through and deal with in our own human nature. So when we share that with you, that's an opportunity for you to learn from wisdom, right? To, to hear that spoken word that the Lord's releasing over you in hopes that, you know, you don't want to go through the school of hard knocks. You don't have to learn in the school of hard knocks. I think that's kind of surprising to a lot of people, especially if you've been there most of your yeah. life. You actually don't have to learn it there. Most in their sufferings, but it's just because of stubbornness right. that we have sufferings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of the time, most not always, time, yeah. but most of the time. Well, <laughs> talking about suffering, I think it would be interesting to talk about Job a little bit because, uh, you know, the, the Jewish people are amazing historians, uh, just some of the best record keepers of all time. I mean, whether it's uh, history that's been passed down or just those uh, extensive volumes of libraries of genealogies, uh, the history, the annals, the, the chronicles, right? We have the, the chronic. Oh, yeah. We have the chronicles first and the cro- and second first and chronic. chronicles. First and second chronic. <laughs> <laughs> the chronic. I mean, the Christ. <laughs> the book, right? That's first what it means. First Chronicles 420. He is the chronic. <laughs> He's the book. It's always Jehovah Wanna Day. Remember, if you're struggling with your studies in the master class, Jehovah Wanna is always the correct answer. Yeah, you need to smoke a Jesus duty and chill out, man. You might need to have a toke of the ghost. You might need to have a drink of the living waters turned into wine. Just need to stop freaking out. Some of you might actually need to put the God cut down for half a second and take a note or two, actually. (laughs) How are you failing at Jehovah Wanna? (laughs) That's what I want to know. How did you get an F? (laughs) That's pretty bad. Mm. Grace, you're using your brain too much and not your smoker. Yeah, I was speaking of scribe anointings just a couple minutes ago. Paul's army comes with blood, fire, and billows of smoke. What kind of smoke? Jehovah Jehovah wants smoke, that's for sure. That's good, that's good. Well, you know what's really interesting? We were talking about sapphire stones, and I saw that angel next to Jordan today, uh, just a little bit ago, flashed uh, over on your your left side and my right side over here. It's that same angel that, um, if, if was it yesterday? When did I give you the pen? Was that yesterday? Two days ago. Two days ago, uh, if you remember on the Joel's Bar, there was an angel manifestation. I had my little feather pen, and I was waving it around. And this angel standing in front of Jordan uh, waved his feathers at me after I was waving my feather pen. And I thought, oh, wow, it's right in front of Jordan. You know, there's always meaning and things like that. So I didn't tell anyone I had extra you know, an extra pen or extra pens. And I asked afterwards, after we were, you know, 
offline who enjoyed taking physical notes or who wanted to take, you know, some notes, handwritten notes. And there was one person who put their hand up. It was Jordan. And he didn't know this. Um, but I had, you know, I, I pulled out another feather pen. <laughs> and we blessed the pens. <laughs> With a scribe anointing of righteousness. And, uh, man, it's just... You can say it, you can hear it, but oh, oh man, when you write it, oh, 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 oh it's strong. <laughs> when do you write it? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I wasn't expecting all that. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. I like it. It's so nice. He's so nice. And uh, you know, double portion of the scribal <laughs> drunken glory. The scribal, there, if you don't know the scribal drunken glory, man, you are scribal missing. Wine. There is nothing like it. I'll tell you what. And the notes. Scribal. scribal. Not everything. There are some of those. <laughs> you should see my diaries. But, um, <laughs> man, there's something about the written word. There's something about the inscribing. The only thing more than the... Something the, pretty cool about the Bible. Oh. <laughs> it is written. It is written. When you take your hand and you write it, Whoa. there's a transfer. There's something powerful. Now, I know... We don't have all the time and day and night, all hours of the day to be writing everything down. That's why we use electronics. I use mainly electronic notes. But when there's something so valuable, something so mysterious and deep and powerful from God. <laughs> I like to write it down. <laughs> the same thought at the same time. <laughs> Writing is one of the highest callings in heaven. I gotta get my pen out. Perhaps the most powerful being ever created, mm. Enoch, now Metatron, was known as a writer. A scribe. So, it's about as high as it gets, y'all. High as it gets. Right, because you had the feather. No. Want to go higher? Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Make it plain to the people. <laughs> make it plain to yourself. That's what I like to do. Because when you put it on paper, <laughs> I like to type it. You can just tweet it, type it, Facebook it. Just release it. Write it down. I wasn't expecting all this. There's something yeah. fun about your actual handwriting, though. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's rare different. these days that it just feels it makes like it a extra. special occasion. It is a special. <laughs> but um, I didn't bring all my notebooks today, but I... Oh, can't. <laughs> oh, man, I was pulling my glasses out, and a feather this big popped out of my <laughs> sunglass case. <laughs> this big. So that that happened. 
It really messed me up. Ew. You know, it's all crystally. It kind of looks like angel feather. Yeah. It's an ostrich feather, I think. Or a turkey. Probably an ostrich. Angelic ostrich. Yes. We're in the ostrich glory. Yeah. So that happened, and Jordan got pen, the other pen. I got one just like this. I want like an ostrich egg omelet someday. That would be interesting to try. I would try it. With ham and brioche. Ham and brioche. Man. This is the drunken glory, man. It's really nice. <laughs> He's like, someone's glad because they needed a break from all their studying. I'm sure. But when you write it down... <laughs> they say when you hear it, that's one level of learning. That's one le level of Jewish glory. Jewish. Jewish learning glory. Learning glory. Jewish learning glory. <laughs> How big is your Jewish learning glory? <laughs> the large. angel with the measuring rods measure your Jewish learning glory tonight. <laughs> you have been measured for Jewish learning glory and been found wanting. <laughs> Wanting Jehovah. Meaty, meaty, tackle parson. Oh. So. Keep smoking. So there's a hearing of the teaching of Torah. The next level is speaking it. You start speaking it out loud. Right? You start. You you So you hear it. You read right. it. You goo speak goo it. Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. Yeah. That's so cute. That's the next Look level. Look at him trying to speak down there. <laughs> Look at him trying to talk. <laughs> Just, Just like so you know, they're your... laughing at you and not with you. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> You'll get used to it. <laughs> As but, they um, laugh with you, the anointing from their laughter just melts your whole head into your bowels. It'll get you drunk. Yeah. Totally out of your psyche into your glory. Now, the higher level, according to Jewish rabbis, is the writing. When you're the scribing of Torah, the scribing. When you're writing it. And he said, I will write this word on your hearts. <laughs> ooh, what kind of utensil can I use? Inside of your skin. <laughs> inside well, of your skin. The Lamb's Book of Life is made out of lamb skin. <laughs> but I see it as inside the bride's skin. Because yeah. you're the bride of the Lamb. Yeah. So, Jesus' Torah, His teaching and instruction, and His law, His New Covenant law, which is love, mm -hmm. which is all the Word of God combined, getting written underneath your skins that's what the leaves of the tree of life for the healing of the nations are it's taking off the old skins and putting on new skins God killed animals and put animal skins on them and took off the fig leaves that they had made into aprons <laughs> which is a changing <laughs> of clothing yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a changing of writing and scribing Scribe. Or scribbling. Scribbling. I do that too sometimes. You're just so high and you can't hardly wait to write down the next letter of the revelation. And it ends up looking just like... But it's interesting how the one of Adam and Eve that they made was put on themselves. Mm. But God's going to put it on himself. Which means that you have to know <laughs> God to get out of your aprons of witchcraft. Amen. Oh, yeah. That's a huge revelation, and few have ever done it. Because getting out of the apron of witchcraft means no longer human being coverings. Mm. That's when you're 0% human and go into Jesus Christ, 100% divine. 
And honestly, that sunship, and we've haven't seen it yet. Trying to pioneer it, and uh, a lot of people oppose it violently. One step at a time, <laughs> sweet Jesus. It's like Lois and Clark, and every day is a battle with bears and tigers and lions. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my. Rabia-infested moose. Or like the, <laughs> the, the like a Tyrannosaurus Rex and uh, and like a Leviathan's cousin and oh no actually Leviathan and then <laughs> and then <laughs> with and the Sasquatch the, and then the Chomper ones with the big their arms are like razors. <laughs> Bigfoot. Big okay, could we we could talk a little bit about moving away from codependency because I would have. You know, maturing, um, maturing our own spirit and wisdom instead of like foolish virgins getting others. What are you gonna do when one of these things shows up at your house? When he comes for you. What are you gonna do? Bad boys, what you gonna bad do boys. when they come you for you? <laughs> are you gonna freak out and try to, to contact <laughs> the apostles on Messenger? Or you have you built up you've your been spirit? You've restricted on Messenger. You've been. 3 a.m. phone call. <laughs> How the, if it's you, time to get your own wisdom. Yes. Which is having the word of God, Christ Torah, written under your skins. Right. So you know what to do with that body all the time. Yes. By the word of God. Psalms 119 would be a good one for all of you young people to meditate on day and night. Which one? I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. How can young people keep their way clean by living? Their lives according to your word. Psalms 119, 9 through 11. So that's the key is the word of God and just digesting as much of it as deep into your spirit, Eat your innermost being, every day. Because it'll just come out automatically and transform all your behavior. Your thought life will be transfigured. You can only transfigure the inner man through the written word made alive, mixed with your inner man, which is mixed with faith. You can't change, you can't be a better Christian, you can't be more obedient, you can't even believe. You can't believe unless you allow the word to be scribbled in you. Yeah, would you let baby Jesus scribble on you in Crayola crayon on permanently on the inside? Scribble in your heart. Scribble, 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 scribble. Cast in lots is that even inside a word? your bellies. He's like, we'll just move or scrabble around the name the letters of the tetragrammaton and that'll be my name <laughs> scrabble and scrabble god hey Bob, and that'll be all tetragrammaton scrabble ministries yeah just throw them around in there and that'll be how my names are and that'll be good That's, would you that would you receive scene. it we've gone from the necronomicon into the tetragrammaton say that 10 times fast yeah that'll get you high Hard to say at once. <laughs> it's nice to have such a strong, drunken glory. <laughs> glory, refreshing. It's refreshing, yeah. It feels like the lemonade stand by the lake. You know why he's doing it? Because the word of the Lord is rejoice always, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. And I'm going to get into that, because God gave me Philippians today in a major way. Oh, yes. And I'm going to pour it into you like a river. Yes, and right before we get the end of that joy, here's just a little more severity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before you get the medicine, feel some pain. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you happy. You can't be too happy around here. The joy of the Lord is only sometimes your strength. 
Not when God's cutting you. That's when you need it the because most. I, I want them to Open have... Open heart surgery ministries. The Lord... Okay, I want you to have... <laughs> and the Lord wants you. We want you to have your independence in the Lord to the point where you're not codependent on personal ministry or your personal friendships with people. Mm. Uh, that was so highlighted this week, and I know it's so important. Uh, you want to touch on that just a little bit today. There's a, uh, there's a stronghold. It's a familiar <laughs> spirit. It's a familiar demon. It's a familiar spirit. Uh, but what it is is he wants to mature you to where when these things come up, you have questions. You know, you need to know what to do. We've talked about this a couple, the last couple of weeks. You, will, each and every one of you, you're going to come to an instance in your life where nobody, no matter how anointed they are, how wise they are, are going to have the answer for you. And God designed it that way on purpose because He wants you to trust in Him and hear the answer from Him and get wisdom. We'll so, come around like Job's friends and just lie to you. Yeah, and that's and you can expect that. You you'll you know that's just how it is. <laughs> that's just how it is. Job's wife ministry is first God and die. It that's part of the this part of this path. If you're going up on sapphire stones, you will absolutely come to many instances where even the people who are really in your life that are from God, they're not gonna be able to help you. They're not gonna be able to give you the right answer. And here's the thing. Pass the test. You can't be mad at them. Don't get mad at them. Don't get mad at God. Don't get God mad at yourself. God is growing all y'all in wisdom. It's part of the process. He wants you to be wise. He wants men. to wean you. Magi. Yes, amen. He wants to wean you from leaning on other humans. Right? You're like, oh, I need, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What? Do, okay, here's the thing. Why do I obsess over asking God about even what I'm eating for dinner? Because I like to practice hardcore on the mundane things of life so that when the big things happen... Spicy grilled chicken tacos. Oh, it sounds good. Fresh avocado slices. Slices. Sounds like what somebody's having for dinner tonight. Lettuce, tomato. <laughs> oh, homemade habanero sauce. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You gotta pray over them make sure they don't forget the sauce. You gotta pray over that delivery. <laughs> In Jesus' name, they will not forget the hot sauce. <laughs> they will bring it speedily. They will not delay to last, bring me my fresh I have a cooked testimony. meal. I have a testimony. Last time Testify. I ordered tacos, they brought me extra homemade habanero sauce. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Let's give, let's give, give the Lord Jesus the a hand clap. Let's give, give him a hand clap. Glory. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. It makes a difference. <laughs> yeah. Those are first world celebrations. Because you know? this Bible says that uh, <laughs> you don't want your heart to grow weary. My salsa. From lack of habanero My habanero hot sauce runneth over. Habanero taco sauce ministry. Yeah. So, you know, it's the little things like that. And we notice when you pray over it, it works out better. So why not pray over it? Right? And get yourself of- some cold mango juice. <laughs> I eat mango today. <laughs> the combination of um, the hot habanero with <laughs> delicious mango juice. Oh, glory. It's like the Garden of oh, Eden glory. inside you. Oh, how am I supposed to take notes on this, Joel's body? Tell me to take notes. <laughs> habanero hot sauce, mango juice. <laughs> You just take that baby Jesus Crayola crayon and let him scribble all over the inside of the your heart. I'm sure it's better than what was written there before. and drinking, and they say he has a demon. 
Yeah. But he doesn't. He just has good tacos. He does. Amen. Amen. If your God does not have good tacos, he is not It ain't God. the real Jesus, that's real for Jesus. sure. No. So I'm following the Antichrist, you can tell by mm-hmm. the cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ordered some bad food. They don't, they don't Remember take that one time? Seriously. We were it was like it was a religious. late late night order. Didn't we you're ordering some kind of sketchy sounding place just Ooh. to try it out? I ordered Himalayan food one time. It was like I was like <laughs> Like, I was trying to, like, look, show me your red, phone. Like, what are you trying to chicken. order? He's like, no, I got red, it. Red I got chicken. it. <laughs> oh, red chicken. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if it was Balaam's red or righteousness. You were so red. high yeah. in the spirit that night. I'll tell you Balaam what, he red. looked, oh, his boy. eyes were glazed over. I'm telling you, if you get that high in the spirit, ask your friends to help you order the food. <laughs> chicken nuggets and Literally the food showed up and I took I look one look at this looks like they serve Satan. <laughs> like this food tastes, tastes like, like they serve they Satan. Serve the devil <laughs> it was so oh, bad. Man. Couldn't eat it. So pray. Yeah. And uh, if you are in- supremely intoxicated in the Holy Ghost, just take another look. Maybe have a friend help you if you're you know, we have it's hard sometimes. Yeah, bless you guys. Bless you guys. Bless your DoorDash. Hope you're having a good time out there in the glory. Yeah. I hope you guys are getting I'm going to encourage you with joy right. forever. Yes. It Amen. It ain't going away. I tell you what. Amen. The heavenly Sanhedrin, each one of them is a character mm-hmm. and a comedian. <laughs> all of them have glorified personalities. They'll all have stand-up comedy hour around God's throne. They'll laugh until... You pee your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hallelujah. <laughs> you ever laugh so hard that you went to the bathroom? <laughs> no, this one time I was having a sleepover. I think it was like the third grade. Oh. We were playing this uh, dodgeball game on Nintendo <laughs> NES. Me and my friend Brian Jarstead. And... <laughs> It was the funniest thing because you'd hit him with the dodgeball and the person would fly <laughs> off the screen. Like oh just, my God. just bounce off the screen. We laughed so hard that we pissed our sweatpants. Well. That's about the only time, but oh my gosh, it was so hilarious. I, I know that was God too, just pouring the oil of joy on us as little kids because that, that was, was a sleepover. That was supernatural, man. We we were laughing so hard that our we were sore from laughter. Nice. Before the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God just introducing me to mm-hmm. heaven by pissing my pants. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get those uncontrollable laughs too after I gave my life. I didn't. I didn't actually end up getting to pee myself. I missed that. I you must know, have missed that. Heidi Baker out. got whacked in '94. Yeah, she had to bedpan, right? They had to carry her hand and foot because she couldn't even go to the bathroom. There were people pissing themselves from the joy of the Toronto blessing. <laughs> so, it was a bad time to be an usher. Who <laughs> <laughs> wants to volunteer? <laughs> bring the Febreze bottle around this section. <laughs> and what did a. <laughs> After seven days, you learn how to waddle in the glory. 
Mm. Well, it's like you're 45 <laughs> with a doctorate in divinity, and you can just barely go to the bathroom. <laughs> you can just barely. That's when the glory really hits you hard. That's nice. I'm gonna pray that upon all you guys. Bam. The oil of joy. <laughs> yeah, that, that laughter, belly laughter. Think dabs of joy. Yeah. Like the the crack concentrated <laughs> crack of Jehovah Wana <clears throat> puts you in a coma. You know, I didn't go to many sleepovers as a kid. I got hit with some of the uncontrollable laughter out of my belly, and no one could explain why I didn't make other people laugh sometimes, unless it'd make them frown. <laughs> but, um, we didn't get to... We, there was... The, the one big sleepover I got to go to was a Halloween party in the neighborhood. I think it was, like, my neighbor friend Sabrina, who lived at the remodeled neighborhood crack house. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, it was one of those things where, you know, they tell the scary stories, the adults try to scare the crap out of all the kids, and the dad, he was hiding in the bushes when we were around the campfire with the real, like, looking mask on, like, looking like just what they told us the story was all about, just the horror story, and they're like, it happened locally, like, <laughs> and so we had all these people, all these kids, young children, believing in this horror story that happened locally in our area, and there he is in the bushes right over there, jumping out. And the parents were freaking out, like, pretending they were going to call the cops and telling us to run and hide inside the garage and looking out the window. And then, like, get in the house, get in the house. Like, so I'm in, like, a I'm, like, you know, I've been fighting spiritual battles since I was really little, since I was, like, three or five years old. spiritual warfare. You know, I just went into, I just went into go mode. It was go, it was, it was go time. I'm, I've got my one, my good friend, my one good friend, I'm trying to, you know, make sure she's protected and make sure everyone gets in the house safe. I'm looking, I'm looking over their shoulder, like, all right, now we go, go, like, the timing's got to be perfect. And they're, like, they're finally getting us to hide in the basement. It's, like, the last place left to hide, you know. And I gather, I gather the girls, are like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? And they all look to me, and they're, like, cry. Some of them are crying. <laughs> so, what a mean prank. The girls were crying. And they started creeping down the stairs. And they had a flashlight from, that we got from one of the parents. I got the big mag light. And so I was like, give me that mag light. I was like, let's hide it. I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. If he makes it through this door, there's a little, you know, the girls inside play tent. We're going to all hide in there. And listen, on my count, if he makes it in here, and you're going to be real quiet. If he get, When he gets close, on my count... Everyone, jump on him, grab him. I'll get him with the mag light. I'll go for the head. <laughs> and so uh, they're, they're drying up their tears. I'm gathering them. They all go and hide in the little tent. Sure enough, rah, you know, he comes down. And I was like, okay, now! Bam! I whapped that guy upside the head with a mag light full strength. Oh, wow. He probably he had a bump on his head. You whacked the dad with the flashlight, huh? I thought it was... I thought... Oh, this is the age where... We thought it was real. That's how young we were. Like, for that to all go down and for every single one of those girls to believe it was 100% real. They were pretending to call the cops. That's it was. Fun. And so they all went and grabbed. I told them, you guys go for the left. You go for the right. You go for the arms. You go for the legs. And I'll go for the head. Oh, man, we got him. He was like, no, stop, stop. He pulled the mask off. He kept I hurt him. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have been messing with the sons of God today. Well, you didn't have a knife. I would have gone. I probably would have stabbed. <laughs> still be in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of ministry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Oh, so, don't lie to your kids. There's a moral of the story. Don't, don't pretend like. <laughs> anyway, I've I prayed. You know, I thought it was really happening. I didn't have that discernment, but I saw the strength. I said, it's now or never. I gotta be strong for my friends. I gotta take this enemy down. One of us is going down the end of the day, and it ain't gonna be me. It's gonna be. So why are we having so much fun in the glory? Because it feels good. You know, it's a commandment to have fun in the glory. Did you know that's written in the Word? Philippians 3.1 For the rest, my brethren, delight yourselves in the Lord. You know what I mean? Have fun with God. Just be serious all the time and sorrowful and sad and lamentation. You ready? For Job... Mm -mm. Cancel Job tonight. Cancel Come back tomorrow, Job. (laughs) Job. We're having Philippians to do flips of joy. For the rest, my brethren, delight yourselves in the Lord and continue to rejoice that you are in Him. To keep writing to you over and over of the same things is not irksome to me, and it is a precaution for your safety. Look out for those dogs, those Judaizers, the legalists. Look out for those mischief makers. Look out for those who mutilate the flesh. For we Christians are the true circumcision who worship God in spirit and by the spirit of God and exult and glory and pride ourselves in Jesus Christ. Pride myself in Jesus. You can be proud of being in Jesus Jesus Christ. Isn't that cool? I have that. Trust me, I have that one written in my... This is the (laughs) verse that I was telling her in the garage before coming in here. Put no confidence or dependence on what we are in the flesh. On outward privileges and physical advantages and external appearances. Though for myself, I have at least grounds to rely on the flesh. If any other man considers that he has or seems to have reason to rely on the flesh and his physical and outward advantages, I have still more. Philippians 3.5 Circumcised when I was eight days old of the race of Israel of the tribe Tribe of Benjamin, Benjamin. a Hebrew and the son of Hebrews. As to the observance of the law, I was of the party of the Pharisees. As to my zeal, I was a persecutor of the church. And by the law's standard of righteousness, supposed justice, uprightness, and right standing with God, I was proven to be blameless, and no fault was found with me. But whatever former things I had that might have been gains to me, I have come to consider as one combined loss for Christ's sake. You mean Gamaliel wasn't that great of a teacher of Torah? (laughs) He had all the religion in the flesh, counted it all as loss, to get God in his spirit. Oh. Apostle Paul's testimony in the house. <laughs> Furthermore, I count everything as lost compared to the possession of the priceless privilege. It's a possession. A possession of demons. Or a possession of priceless privilege. The overwhelming preciousness. The surpassing worth. The supreme advantage. 
of knowing Jesus Christ, my Lord, progressively becoming more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, of perceiving, recognizing, and understanding him more fully and more clearly. For his sake, I have lost everything. And I consider it all to be mere rubbish, refuge, refuse, dregs, in order that I may win, gain Christ the anointed one, that I may actually be found and known as in him, not having any self-achieved righteousness that can be called my own, based on my obedience to the law's demands, ritualistic uprightness, and supposed right standing with God thus acquired, but possessing that genuine righteousness which comes through faith in Christ, the Anointed One, the truly right standing with God that comes from God by saving faith. For my determined purpose is that I may know him, that I may be progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him, perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly, that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection which it exerts over believers, and that I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness, even to his death, in the hope that, if possible, I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead, even while in the body. That I... Not that I have now attained this ideal or have already been made perfect, but I press on to lay hold of and grasp and make known on my own that for which Christ Jesus the Messiah has laid hold of me and made me his own. I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own yet, but one thing I do. He captured. It is my own aspiration, forgetting what lies behind. Just forget what lies behind forget and about straining it. forward forget to what it. lies ahead. I press on toward the goal forget to win the supreme and heavenly <laughs> prize to which God in Christ Jesus Ooh, is calling nice. us upward. Upward. God is calling us upward, it is written. So, let those of us who are spiritually mature and full-grown have this mind, and hold these convictions. And if in any respect you have a different attitude in mind, God will make that clear to you also. make it clear. (laughs) Only, let us hold true to what we have already attained, and walk and order our lives by that. Brethren, together follow my example and observe those who live after the pattern that we have set for you. For there are many of whom I have often told you and now tell you even with tears, who walk, live as enemies of the cross. They live as enemies of the cross of Christ the Anointed One. They are doomed. They are doomed. And their fate is eternal misery, perdition. Eternal Misery Ministries. Because <laughs> they're the enemies of the cross. Their God is their stomach, their appetites, their sensuality, and they glory in their shame. 
siding with <laughs> earthly things <laughs> and being of their Ooh. earthly party. But we oh. are citizens of the state and commonwealth homeland, which is in heaven. And oh. from heaven also, we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the oh. Lord Jesus Christ the Messiah as Savior yet again. Yet See? Again. Saved, but <laughs> awaiting more salvation from a heavenly place, it is written. We wait in heaven, the second heavens, for more salvation, it is written. More salvation, that sounds good. <laughs> Sign me up. And here's what it looks like when you get the more salvation. You already got the salvation in your spirit, born again. Now you need the salvation where? In your flesh. In your flesh. Check this out. Philippians 3.21 Who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation? Human body. Who's going to transform our human body to conform it wow. to the likeness of his body of glory body and majesty? which is a celestial body, a diamond body, a gemstone body, a sapphire, ruby, and onyx body, by exerting the power which enables him even to subject everything in the world to himself. Philippians 3.21 That will wow. be the day of our great gladness <laughs> as our bodies are constantly changed by him in us as the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. The sapphire stone, <laughs> the man of light. Oh, the body of sapphire stones, gemstones, silver and gold and gemstones. The priestly bride, the cosmic ephod of lightning, gold and silver and gemstones behind the veil, behind the innermost veil. Mm, the Holy of Holies, priesthood. The restoration of the priesthood of the Holy of Holies in the cosmic place. Hey, with people who are in the body, well, if Jesus Christ already did it, you might say, well, Jesus already did it, so we don't need to do it. Well, based on the cosmic laws of the universe, all these things need to be done by someone who is alive in the flesh, living on the earth. That's Not someone who's been one taken. of the biggest lies. The truth is, if Jesus did it, now you do it also. First John says everything Jesus did, you're you going to do. Also. And if you are a follower of Jesus, you'll do all the same things Jesus did. It is written. That's why I said it's better if I go because then I send the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit seed deposit inside of the bride, the anointing, so that Christ be formed in you, him and him crucified. Right, him and him crucified. His life within you. So they have many, firstborn of many. If he is the firstborn of many, where's the many? We're crawling up the mountain in our baby diapers. <laughs> in the pampers. <laughs> no. We're learning. We go and it's from, fun. The bride is going from, we're going from laughing and peeing ourselves to, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> to stand up comedy hour with best? the heavenly Sanhedrin. <laughs> what, what's the next best thing after that? <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. well, Joel's heavenly. comedy bar in the heavenly Sanhedrin. It feels so good. The joy is gonna keep intensifying, so just get used to it. Yeah, I think for some people who people who've been around other revivals, 
they're used to manifestations of the Holy Spirit uh, through the flesh and through the soul uh, as the flesh gets sanctified by the Spirit. But for our friends who maybe they're new, or maybe y'all are, are you Gen Z watching, younger people coming, millennials, maybe this is this your first time experiencing revival, glory, anointing, manifestations of the Spirit, you know, uh, that kind of thing, that's a normal part of heaven, heavenly culture. Uh, revival things happening. You could be... Uh, You're around oh, the joy angels now, so yeah. let them change it. There might be some wild manifestations. I mean, the Holy Spirit could do anything. I mean, really, He could, he could do anything. Uh, I remember one time, a couple times in my life, I get hit with the glory, and all of a sudden I'm surfing the glory. And I can't fall over, no matter how strong the waves get. I know that sounds kind of silly. I was just standing in my kitchen making a quesadilla, surfing the glory. And the angel told me when to flip my quesadilla over, and it was perfect. And I was, I'll never forget that. It was the best quesadilla of my life. And, uh, but I was surfing the glory. And I ended up going to this conference. Those last two pastors had pastored uh, the Toronto Revival, and they've been faithful in the measure they've been given for 28 years, 29 years, I think now. John and, and Carol John, or not. Yeah, and I didn't I didn't know them. I didn't know who they were or anything like that. I didn't know my history. Uh, the Holy Ghost uh, Revival That was histories. the first time you met him or heard of him, right? Yeah, the first time I heard of him or met him. Yeah. I didn't know who they were. I just knew that there was other speakers that I, I were some of my favorite authors, and I wanted to meet the authors. Uh, but I didn't know who they were. And I was actually really skeptical because I'm like, well, they're in a church building. So, you know, we're... You know, we're free from church building. I was like, better than that. You know, like that kind of and like. They were really good towards you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, I and even outside, I had my Starbucks. I was like, oh my. The, the people I came to see who are I, they're authors I respect and I just wanted to meet them. I want to see them, you know, teach and do their thing and talk and all that. And I was like, man, it'll be fun. But uh, I was like, hmm, I don't know. You know, and even I'm there with my Starbucks. Gotta finish my Starbucks before I go in the auditorium. They have it on the TV. Even just outside the doors, I'm skeptical. I'm like, do I even really want to be here? I don't know. This is a church. I'm on high, high alert, high defense. You know, you know how if you've been in the drunken glory, if you've been, you've made your way outside of, you know, demon capped churches. You know how I feel. No or how drinking I felt. in the sanctuary. That's the first that was, red flag. That's what I'm saying. So I'm on high alert. I was like, there's probably witches around here. There's probably like. <laughs> I know there's some kind of so demon cap no somewhere. I said, right. I was like, this can't be. This is sketch. I'm gonna finish my Starbucks and watch the little thing on the TV, and then I'm gonna go in. Forget I am not it. throwing out. It, I am not throwing out this mocha latte. Actually, it was a white chocolate uh, toast, a white chocolate mocha, or something like that. He was a white chocolate mocha or something. Anyway, but I'm like, really? I was like, Lord, is are you really doing something here? And then I open up the doors, and as soon as I walk in, wham! I was like, oh, yeah, this is you. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was judge, 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 try not to judge, 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 judge. <laughs> but uh, God has his people everywhere. And so I go in, and it's, oh, I was like, I, I literally looked at the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. I was like, oh, that's you. My bad. <laughs> try not to judge, humble myself. I'm, and it was so refreshing. Just that fresh splash of wine, just bam! And I was like, oh, yes. Oh, my drinker friends, you know what I'm talking about, the fresh wine splash. Oh, and it was peace. So much peace. And I look at the Holy Spirit on the inside of me, and his presence is all over on the outside, splashing everywhere. And I was like, well, do you have, I was like, it's pretty full in here. 
Do you have a spot for me? And I'm kind of, um, at this point, I'm kind of stumbling because there's so much excitement about the Holy Spirit in there. And these people, there's drinker grandmas. Grandmas have been drinking probably longer than I've been saved in this room. And, oh, it's precious, man. And I'm wobbling at this point. I'm stumbling to look look around, trying not to act too drunk. <laughs> Try to look, can I find a seat? Are there ushers? And I look, and there's this one, all these grandmas sitting in a row, just drunk. Mm-hmm. And I look over there, and they all turn, like four of them turn their heads and look at me. And they're like, yeah, come here. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm toasted I already. I the freak section. <laughs> I did, yes. laughers oh man that's good that's like probably one of my i don't think i ever did a yeah, conference that's one of the rarest churches in america that pastor gets pretty drunk they get pretty too. drunk and uh so i went in there i've never that was my first conference ever i've never been to like a christian conference <laughs> so <laughs> i got a best seat and, and then the holy spirit was doing this kind of uh, game where i think it was at carol and one of them would like release his, his little shh, and then it would hit a section of people randomly and they'd all get like hit with it and they'd be like, you could, but I could feel the Holy Spirit on the inside of me so I could feel where he was going to go. And it was like the craziest thing. I was like, man, I'm getting so high. And we were laughing and they were so nice and it felt so good. And I was like, man, I'm like, all my inhibitions are going out the window, you know, and I'm like, this is so great. And then at one point they asked the pastors to come down to the front, and I'm a YouTube pastor. <laughs> so does that count? You know, of course I'm gonna go down. This is a, I'm. This is my first conference, Christian conference. I'm gonna enjoy myself. I'm feeling good in the Holy Spirit. I'm gonna have a good time, you know. And uh, so I went down there, and I, again, I don't know who these people are. I have no idea that they they have this. Oh, t- celebrating 28 years, Holy Spirit. I'm like, that's nice, you know. And it was like the Toronto revival people. Like I didn't know what that was. Like so I go down there, run down there. And they're going around doing the whatever. And at this point, I was so much fire and the drunk and I was standing. I was like, as they went down the line, they weren't pushing. You ever heard on YouTube, there's like some pastors, they push people over. They weren't pushing nobody. It was just like a nice little touch. People were going down the line. I was like, I'd always wanted to get like. Though he slay me, yet will I drink drink him. him. And uh, I was like, man, this is about to be loaded up. I was like, I came to the right conference. Thank you, Lord. I'm so glad I put my... And you've never been slain in the spirit. <sighs> Slay yourselves. Yeah. Slayer <laughs> anointing. So they're coming down the line. And I get hit with this heavy fire. And I heard the spirit say, ask for more. And of course, I'm about crying at this point because I realize there's a lot of sauce coming out. And I need more to take back because I was about to move to Minneapolis. I was right on in between moving. I had already had all my stuff packed up and I was just on like conference and then moving here. And uh, I was like, I need to bring some with me. I need extra to bring with me for my friends, you know, and uh, for to bring it to Minneapolis. And so I like, you know, tears coming down my face and I asked, can I please have more? <laughs> like, you know, just, and so they, they, they stopped at me. I got like a double, I got the double tap. 
I got the double tap. Double whack in the double whack. I got the double whack. The double tap. I was like, I need it to bring her back from my friends. You know, <laughs> I can't. Gonna be. I can't. You know, when you gotta go somewhere, you bring a souvenir. Like, what else I could do? Why? That's what I want to bring back with me. This thing. And the devil got brain damage after that. <laughs> I've never been the same. <laughs> what was crazy is because. I was like the only person who wasn't going down and it was wobbly but I couldn't follow like and all of a sudden this these waves started hitting me and it was going like and all of a sudden I was in the ocean of glory and we were riding the waves just like making the quesadilla but without a quesadilla and like a spatula. A I was surf surfing France. for yeah I was surfing in the glory for like two hours straight and right before I go into this kind of surf mode as I'm wobbling uh, the guy asked me if I wanted to just lay down, and I said, no, I'm good. You know, it's like the religious demon came over, like, I'm going to make sure our, our guest speakers look good, you know. But I was a, I don't know, I, people tend to think that we think like they do, and we just don't. And so it, it's fine. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm going to see and what the spirit's going to do. Surf. And, yeah, and I started surfing, and I heard this music, dun 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 you know, and I was like, oh, how am I going to stay on the board, you know? And we were just going, and I thought a couple of times those waves were going to knock me over. And the Holy Spirit was like, no, I got you. I got you. We're going to surf this wave of glory. Remember the visions? Remember the dreams? This is the wave. We're going to surf it. And this, 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 I thought this is a really nice pastor. It was John Arnott. Oh, this is a really nice guy. He's like, like uh, he comes over midway through my thing. And he's, you know, asking me about what's going on or something like that. And he let me continue to surf. I thought this was a really nice pastor. Like I was, I probably was just making a big old scene as my first Christian conference, but um, it was fun. It was really fun, and a good time. But it's a lot we of surfed. grace to let people make scenes. <laughs> yeah, and um, but it was the Holy Spirit. And I remember, at one point there was a catcher around. I think they were afraid that I was gonna whack him with my arms were flailing all around or something, because I could keep my balance on the surfboard. You know, I can't tell when his waves are gonna hit. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, all I remember hearing is the guy saying, don't worry about it, like the Holy Spirit's got her. And I just, all I heard that was bam, and then back to the waves, Shoo, bam. We're surfing the glory. And I don't know how long this goes on, but then they're doing the final prayer thing and all this going on. And then afterwards, they finished the service. There was people running down from the audience, running down, freaking out. I'm just like, oh my god, what's going on? I'm so drunk. People are running up and touching me and falling over on the floor and shaking. And I don't know, I like I'm not I don't I'm not a catcher. I don't know how to do this. I don't know what's going on. I like, like fall at your own risk kind of situation. So I have like this pile of bodies around me and these ladies coming up to me, holding my hands and crying and stuff. But it was just the wildest thing, man. I'm glad I went. And I know that then later on my friends told me oh my gosh that's John Carroll they did this they did that uh, but I know that there's a blessing here he wanted to share when God gives you a good thing when he gives you a blessing to take back to your tribe to take back to your tribe it's to bless the tribe it's it's to bring we are containers of his glory and when you take that time to pray in secret, when you go and do those things that God asks you to do, when you have these mountaintop kind of moments or something like that, when you go and you bring that back, you impart it to the tribe and we all go up 
we all go up together. So that's why Brandon has been teaching so much and preaching on his experience on sapphire stones because the value of what that is and the things that we experience going up, it's so precious, it's so valuable, it's so life-changing that he wants to impart that and share that with the tribe to lift everyone up. It's completely the opposite of, well, it's just going to be, we're up here and you're down there. It's, let's rise as a tribe. What was that revelation about the Exodus? Oh yeah, I'll tell you guys, we were on our walk and I was talking to Brandon about, we were talking about fastings. Oh yeah. We were talking about fastings. Uh. And, you know, <laughs> when I first started rising, fasting was more of a big deal because there was a, a needed to. There's just a lot when you first start rising. Sometimes you need to burn out. But um, lately, the Lord doesn't have me fast very often. So I talked to him about it, you know, why, you know. And most, mainly he has me doing my um, healthy eating, sports and nutrition, learning discipline and things like that. And as you understand in the cosmic spheres, as you go up, you start to feel like you're fasting some of the times anyway. Whether you eat or not, you're going to be fasting. You feel like you're fasting fasting, even if you're eating it don't even matter because you're just so high in the spirit. Yeah, it's just going to start burning up. It's crazy. Yeah. So there's that. And also, what's really interesting is um, Jewish, uh, the Jewish rabbis, they would teach on the Exodus. And across my studies, uh, I, I found this. And they said that the Exodus was actually worth more than a thousand fasts to the Israelite people. And why is that? It's because it literally put the fear of God into them with the Egyptians chasing them. So if that's worth a thousand fasts the in the Exodus external realm. The is the equivalent of one thousand fasts. And when I asked the Lord about fasting, why don't you have me fast? He said, it's more important that you go up sapphire stones. You know this. Remember the Exodus, the fastings? I'm like, oh yeah, 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 you're right. I remember now. You know, trying to pay attention to what I've learned, what you told me. That is so drunk. And so, and so I was talking to Brandon in our walk today. If, if the physical, external, natural exodus was worth a thousand fasts in the natural dimension, in a lesser covenant, mm-hmm. how much more in the kingdom age of the new too. covenant, the exodus is you going up sapphire stones. One puts a thousand in flight, two, ten thousand. Woo! So the new covenant exodus is the equivalent of ten thousand fasts. Take that, everyone who's done four-day fasts. <laughs> and it's absolutely the truth it's anyhow. True. But that's his priority. And he wanted, you know, there's certain things we need to have done in the natural dimension. He wants certain things to be a certain way. You know, what is it? The clean the house, keep it organized. Uh, what are the things he always tells us to Most do? Most top priority you right now for all of you is get up into the sun. Stones, Ascend yeah. into the sun. Yeah. And that's the equivalent of like 5,000 fasts. Literally. So, uh, yeah, I want to encourage you. If you're just that's like... That's what our teachings this whole year are yep. paving the way for all of you who can It's everything. Them. Everything is sapphire stones. Get on. That's why, you know, every year I've kind of... Since I think 2018, the Lord's given me a word for every year. Like prophetic words. This is the end of it. There was why was there no special word this year? Because this is a teaching of sapphire stones. That's a teaching into eternity. That's all you need to be worried about working on now is building that highway of holiness, 
repairer of the breach, restores of the way. Get up the sapphire stones and make straight the way of the Lord. That's it. That's all we're doing until Jesus comes back. Make straight the way. Sapphire stones. The whole function of New Testament ministry. Yeah. Learning how to ascend biblically and become entirely angelic all the time. Mm -hmm. Naturally supernatural. So while there's nothing wrong with doing a fast, God's priorities... So here's the thing, if you're going on, if I just need to fast, maybe I just need to study fast this thing. Fast rebellion. Maybe I just need to, you know, I was listening to, yeah, fast rebellion. Fast rebellion. You know, uh, Ruth Heflin, I was watching her last night, I asked the Lord what he wanted to watch, and he wanted to watch this Ruth Heflin video. Fast disobedience. Yeah, and uh, she was talking about, talking about those preachers who only just talk about, they're quick to mention Romans 8, Romans 8. And she about done had enough of it. And uh, she's like, we need to get into the heavenly things of God. The heavenly things. So she was just kind of like, stop obsessing about Romans 8 and get up. Go up. And she's like, you know. Get high. Get high. Yep. Go up. Shut down all that Romans 8 and, heresy. And uh, she was talking about Zechariah. That's why I was listening to Zechariah today. And then she was like, glory, glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah, glory. And talking about all their encounters with meeting angels that were pretending to be people. And then they see them and they're like, what angel are you? How do you know when you look in their eyes? They have a heavenly, eternal look in their eyes. I've seen an angel out here on the street corner in the neighborhood here. Uh, a couple years ago, we were walking outside with friends. And he was from heaven, um, but he was pretending to be a human. Just kind of pretending. So we all like to talk about it, get it activated. We're going to see some angels. I like the angel encounters. Talk to the angels you already have at home. I had an angel come to me on a Harley Davidson one time. Oh, that's a cool angel. And then I got to run a prophet the next week, and it says, What's up with all these biker angels around you? <laughs> Confirm the word. Amen. Oh, angel flash right there. <laughs> you remember. Was that you? Yeah, was that you? And the Lord told me later on that the, the one that appeared to me was my guardian angel from birth. So precious. Yes. Whoa, yeah, that was oh, you, wasn't it? I feel it? goosebumps Yeah, all you over feel that? Now. Yeah. That was you. Mm. That's cool. He's right there. Whoa. You see him. Glory. Yeah, well, yeah. Ooh, that was nice. I like to talk about the angels. Thank you, Lord, for everyone's guardian Hallelujah. angels from birth. Glory. Glory. And then Bless them. Blast them. Zachariah. Wine and oil. Mm. I was listening to Zachariah. And he said, no, the angel said to me, the angel said to me, and the angel said to me, the angel, the angel said to me, 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 he said unto me, the angel said, what kind of, and I said to him, what kind of angel are you? What kind of angel? I'm a wine baby and angel. What kind of wine angel are you? What kind of wine angel? The angel of the oil of joy. Oh, buddy. Oh. Hope you like Holy hey. Ghost LSD. Yeah. You're about to trip balls on Jesus. On Jesus. Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> this has been so wonderful. That's a grace they come on a Harley Davidson. They might just come in a UFO. Are <laughs> you the UFO angel? But, but Test every spirit. Jesus Jesus Beam the right kind up. of things that we have to, that we see and that we deal with, 
Nobody has the answers to our questions. That's why I'm telling you. Find, tune into the voice of God. Listen to the angels. Test the spirits. Learn to lean into the voice of God. Make the small decisions with God. So when the big decisions come, you're not running to the apostles, running to the man of God, running online, pray, 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 freak out, panic. That's never cash. Come on. Because I have a good time with Johnny Cash. There's gonna be you're gonna have counselors, you're gonna have guidance, but this is the time where the guidance counselor of your heavenly high school cannot make the decision for you. You gotta learn wisdom, you gotta learn to make decisions. We're gonna practice time for all of you to become drug up. dealers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bad parenting 101. <laughs> Worst parents ever, Glory. It's true. It's, it's, hey, that's the parable. Is, that's the equivalent. With the stash, what do you used to say? The stash that can't be cashed? That's right. You know, it's one thing you're just buying all the time. It's time to know. Get your own stash. To sell. It's time to sell. Time to move up. Sowing and reaping. Because, Amen. and I'm not picking on any one person with this. This is the word of the Lord for like the last two or three weeks. For the body of Christ, specifically for our tribe, he said he wants to he wants to raise you up in wisdom. He wants to raise you up in wisdom. And when there's a word for the body, it means there's often a lot of people. Like any little thing that we have that's coming up, whether God's telling me in secret, or whether He's revealing it in visions, or whether one person will, will come with a little thing here or thing there. It's a it's a corporate thing so don't be afraid get excited because that means you're gonna be leveling up in wisdom mm -hmm. and you're gonna be making those decisions start talking to God about decisions on little daily mundane things that don't actually matter if it goes well or not practice with those things you will thank yourself later you will thank the Lord later let God mess you up let him mess you up yeah amen thank amen. you Lord just messing everyone up tonight with the Holy Ghost Amen. Mess them up with your word, with heaven, with yeah. joy, with light, with colors, with energy, electricity. Let it just infuse all of you. Burn out everything that doesn't conduct heaven. Everything. Remove the wood, hay, and stubble so you're just infused in all your souls with fresh, heavenly light and joy and peace and love from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. For your love is better than wine, it is written. Which means his love intoxicates. His love gets you high. His love gets you drunk. And God wants to get you so happy that you're some earthly good to be an example of Holy Ghost Prozac to everyone. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Remember the orphans? We're doing a fundraiser this week for an outreach for the orphans mm. in Kenya. Orphans. We got another... Orphanim. This is the the angels of the orphans, the orphanim. The orphans. <laughs> it's like it's like orphanim, but the orphanim. It's like endorphins of orphans. <laughs> the orphanim. Amen. Feel good as you give. Stay drunk. Tuck the ghost. Enjoy God. Read Philippians three in the Amplified Classic yeah, out feel loud. Good. Over and over, that'll mess you up, man. Yeah. Bless you guys. Bless you. Peace. We'll see you for Lamentations tomorrow. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow we come out with Job. <laughs> and Balaam. <laughs> Ride the wave. Glory to glory forever. We're going to be higher tomorrow. I'll see you guys. It's the covenant. Love you. Yeah.
watchman, watchman, watchman. Keep your eyes, keep your eyes, keep your eyes and your ears open. Watchman, watchman. Keep your eyes and your ears open to the call, open to the call of the spirit. Door here in this place, dear. 
It's a geographical thing. It's a geographical thing. Heaven's portals opening up. Looking for the door, looking for the door to the spirit. Converging. 